Embe Tiong, and you're listening to In Between the Lines podcast. Before I start, I want to appreciate the 27 plus people that listened to my first podcast. Hey, I'm so, so, so happy. I'm so excited. 27 might seem like a small number to you, but it really means a lot to me because I did not expect that number of persons to listen to my first podcast in short i was very surprised because i didn't check the analytics after i posted it i didn't check i just left it until i was going to post the next episode that was when i saw that oh 27 persons listened to me wow (laughs) i'm very grateful i honestly didn't think I'll get that number of listeners for my first podcast. I was thinking along the lines of five, six, seven, ten people. But I'm so happy. I'm so glad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And if you listened to the last episode and then you still came back to listen to this, oh, come on. You're just so wonderful. Thank you, people. I am grateful, 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 grateful. <coughs> so today we're going to be talking about Rebecca. Um, like the previous one, I don't really have a topic for this. I just want to talk about Rebecca. Rebecca is the wife of Isaac, the son of Abraham in the Bible. So the story of Rebecca can be found in the book of Genesis chapter 24. And there are three main things that I want to pick. Now, I might get other lessons as we go, but I put down three main lessons for this podcast um if you're new to in between the lines and you're wondering in between the lines simply means the message in the message so in this podcast we're taking stories bible stories um, scriptures maybe with time i may diversify and not just do bible stories but for now i'm sticking to bible stories as i get the leading i'll do maybe um everyday ordinary life stories you know but for now we're doing bible stories and we mostly want to look at the not so obvious lessons so many of these stories if you ask people they are very obvious lessons that you know every time these stories are told there's just this lesson that everybody can say oh this is what the story is about this is the moral of this story yeah but there are all always other messages one thing i have noticed about studying the bible is the bible is very deep and very rich you can get 10 different messages from one bible verse i'm not kidding you can get 10 different messages from one bible verse so the bible is very deep so this podcast is going to be looking away from the obvious morale of the story and looking at the not so obvious like the hidden messages that you have to read in between the lines to get them that's what this podcast is about so today we're talking about rebecca or rebecca or rebecca (laughs) okay (laughs) rebecca (laughs) is what we're talking about this story is in Genesis chapter 24, and I'm just going to read it. As I read, I'm going to pause and pick my lesson. As I read, I'm going to pause and pick my lesson. But let's start. Genesis chapter 24. 
from verse 1. Now, Abraham was old. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So Abraham said to the oldest servant of his house, who ruled over all that he had, Please put your hand under my thigh, and I will make you swear by the Lord God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell, but it shall go to my country and to my family and take a wife for my son Isaac. Now the first thing that struck me about this passage is Abraham is sending a servant to go and pick a wife for his son. That doesn't seem very normal to me. I don't know if it seems normal to you. But I'd like to think that if arranged marriages are no longer popular in our time but if it were if a, if a man wants to take choose a wife for his son they usually send he will usually go by himself or contact his friends in short many arranged marriages were always somebody that the parents knew so the man will probably contact somebody that he knows or send a trusted family member but nobody's going to send his servant his boy somebody that is working for him to go and find a wife for his son so what struck me was this servant for abraham to trust this servant and send this servant to go and get a wife for his son it means that this servant was trusted he was very very trustworthy and it also means that this servant you know knew the lord feared the lord because there's a passage where Bible says that God said of Abraham that I trust that he's going to command his household after me. So I believe that Abraham's work with God must have been such that it influenced everybody in his household, even his servants, served the same God that he served. So, and another evidence that this servant was really trusted was is in verse 2. He said to the oldest servants of his house, who ruled over all that he had who ruled over all that he had the new living translation says the man in charge of his household i want to read yet another translation the message bible says the one in charge of everything that he had so for this servant to be put in charge of everything that abraham had means he was trusted it means he was very very much trusted which takes me back to the last podcast where we're talking about abigail and how that she had shown a consistency of character that made her husband servant to be able to go to her in the time of trouble so what really struck me was that again can you be trusted can can god can people trust you with sensitive issues important issues let me reference um mary the mother of jesus God trusted Mary with the birth of the Savior of the world, you know, because there was a consistency of character she had shown over time. Abraham trusted this servant to take a wife for his son. You know, even the servant himself was must have been a bit confused. He must have been like, why is my master sending me to get a wife for his son, an old man like me? Because the servant said, I'm going to read in verse 5, the servant said, Perhaps the woman will not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I take your son back to the land from which you come? 
But Abraham said to him, Beware that you do not take my son back there. So I'm, I'm thinking that these servants must have wondered that, you know, wouldn't it be better to go with Isaac? So that if I go with Isaac, the girl will see Isaac. Uh-uh. If the girl sees Isaac, young, fine guy, you know, she'll be motivated to, you know, come back. But me, old man, I'll not come and say, Come and marry a man that you've never seen before. So, but Abraham said, No. Do not take my son there. And he prayed for him. He said that God was going to send an angel to go ahead of him. You know, um, I think that is found in, in verse 7. Um, Abraham said to the servant that God will send an angel before him. He will find a wife there for his son. So let's also note that now Abraham has prayed. Prayer is going ahead of this servant. For those of us who belong to the group, the school of thought that God doesn't give people wife or husband since after Adam and Eve, um, let's be very careful the things that we imbibe because as we go further in this story, we will see that God was involved in this thing. God was involved in this process. Abraham has already prayed. God was going to send an angel to go and, you know, arrange a wife. So if God, if an angel is arranging, it means angels are messengers of god it means that god was the one who actually went ahead of the servant to prepare rebecca moving on the servant goes and then he reaches the land of nahor the city of nahor and he kneels down and prays again he prays he's involving god in this process which further buttresses the fact that this servant was really a sensible servant he was really a trusted servant like he was really really a trusted servant again this servant involved god in this process he prayed in verse 12 oh lord god of my master abraham please give me success this day and show kindness to my master abraham behold here i stand by the well of water and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water now let it be that the young woman to whom I say, please let down your pitcher that I may drink. And she says, drink and I will also give your camels a drink. Let her be the one you have appointed for your servant Isaac. And by this I will know that you have shown my master kindness. Okay, the next point that I want to pick there is from verse 11. And he made his camels kneel down outside the city by a well of water at evening time the time when women go out to draw water note the time when women go out to draw water so the point that i want us to take from that verse is this there was a time there was a set time there was a certain time of the day that women went to draw water it means they didn't just go to do to draw water randomly you didn't just go at any time you like. There was a set time of the day that women went to draw water. And I believe, I want to believe that this drawing water thing was not something that you just draw water today and it will last you for like a whole week. No, it's, it's something that happened every day. So it means that Rebecca always showed up at the well. You know, she, it was something she was doing consistently. She 
always showed up at the well so i don't know who this message is for but there is a well that you're supposed to be showing up at every day and maybe you're getting tired and maybe you're seeing it as routine or maybe you're seeing it as every day i don't they go this thing nothing they come out make i rest hmm. let's be careful let's be careful if rebecca see rebecca had always shown up at the well she was consistently coming to the well to draw water at the time at the time when women were supposed to come to draw water so if rebecca has said i beg this water they fetch every day today make her just rest if she had just said today make her just rest <laughs> that's how she would have met you probably would not be reading this story now you know there are times that i have experienced that there are things that i do and i'm like oh my, this thing every day even in our work with god there are days i wake up in the morning and i really don't want to go to church that day i'm like oh at the good church every day and if you know me you'd know that i really go to church <laughs> okay not every day but i go to church a lot <laughs> let's just say i go to church a lot so i'm a church girl through and through so if there's some days i'm like oh my, today there's days I really don't feel like going to church. Or there are days where you're you're supposed to pray and you're like, I pray every day. Let me just let me just this one night. Let me just sleep and not pray. Hmm. Let's be careful. Rebecca was consistently showing up at the well at the time when she was supposed to show up and she did not miss her blessing. So that day that the one voice is telling you. You know, for like rest today, you know, for like give yourself rest, you cannot come and kill yourself. Oh, that might be the day that God has sent your angel, your blessing, the answer to your prayers, and you just they make her just rest, and that's how you rest, and your blessing will pass you. Okay, moving on. Okay, the servant prays, and not long after, Rebecca shows up and she does exactly what the servant prayed for. The next point there is that. Rebecca was kind to a strange old man she had never seen before, doesn't know him from anywhere. She just said, I will not only give you water, I will give your camels water. <laughs> more. Kindness is something that is fast becoming extinct in our generation, in the 21st century just kindness for her to be kind to this random old man it, it means that she, she kindness was truly her nature she had cultivated a habit of kindness she had cultivated a lifestyle of kindness she was probably like that just kind to everybody and that teaches us that this character that we need to cultivate this character that we need to begin to have and grow so that they become a part of us now i think this lesson is mostly for singles <laughs> I used to, okay let me take an example from myself if you're a bit intentional about marriage like i am i have read books i have listened to messages i hear a lot of things you know if you're going to be a good wife this is what you should do if you're going to marry a good man this is what you should do and stuff and stuff and sometimes i just read these things and i just keep them and i'm like okay when i meet the one you know it's on my head i know all the things i'm supposed to do i know all the right things i know the right way to behave but i'm keeping them i'm like i cannot 
I cannot exhibit this character, you know, to just people around me. I'm keeping them in my mind that, oh, when I meet this guy, Omo, I go use love finisher. I will use submission. In short, I will slaughter him with submission. I will... As in, <laughs> so, but I recently got to learn that that is not really good. The evidence of learning is in doing. And my father used to say, you cannot give what you don't have. So, if I don't start practicing these things now, it's going to be very difficult. If I'm waiting till when I finally meet the one, you know, start practicing these things, ah, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to, it's not, I, I need to start practicing them now so they become like second nature to me. So that when the time is right and the man shows up, it's not going to be like, it's not going to be stressful. It's not going to be like, I'm not going to see it as work and which is probably the reason why a lot of persons see being with their partners or the thing that they do for their partners as a favor because they're looking at it like this thing i didn't and i didn't used to do it for it's only you i didn't used to do it for people around me i didn't used to do you know i don't do this thing for just anybody now i'm not saying that you should do um wife duties for just anybody you meet or do husband duties for just anybody you meet but there are certain characters that you can start practicing now practicing now for instance we read if you read um the five love languages by gary chapman you know some of us we've read that book and we're just saying okay when i meet the one i'm going to find out his love language i'm going to speak his love language in short i'm going to well all of us we are going to know our love languages, but no, start practicing it now. Practice it now. Find out the love languages of the people around you. Find out the love languages of your siblings, of your parents, of your colleagues, of the people in your neighborhood. Find out their love languages and begin to speak them. You, we read about temperaments and all of that. Find out now. Start relating with the people in your office. Find out their temperaments. Find out the temperaments of your siblings. It will help you so that you know how to relate with them. Practice it now. Oh, we've always heard that marriage, it takes um, two forgiving people to be in marriage. Practice forgiveness. Practice love. Practice giving. Practice kindness around, you know, to random people around you. Don't wait until you find the one before you now say, oh, I want to, I want to come and now put into practice all the things i've been i've just been learning them you know you're just keeping it storing it no no rebecca was kind to a random strange old man and that was what gave her husband i don't know if i'm really passing the message that i'm supposed to be passing but i'm going to trust that somebody somewhere is getting this message this whoever this message is for is collecting the message so if you are not understanding don't worry yourself the message is not for you today <laughs> whoever this message is for is collecting it okay so the final thing that i saw there was that even after rebecca had done everything that this servant had prayed for she did it but the servant was not in a hurry to say oh god has answered my prayer the bible says in verse 21 the bible says and the man wondering at her remained silent 
so as to know whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. Um, permit me to read from another translation. Verse 21, the man watched silent. Was this God's answer? Had God made his trip a success or not? Please permit me to read yet one more translation. The Easy Bible translation says, Abraham's servant watched the girl. But he did not say anything. He wanted to know if the Lord had helped him to find a wife for Isaac. Mm. This point really got to me because many times we pray, most times we pray, and a lot of us, we put out fleas. We put out a fleas when we are praying for something. Um, A fleas is kind of like asking for a sign, kind of like telling God. um, Some people do stuff like, God, uh, as I'm going to work tomorrow, if the person that is supposed to be my wife is in my place of work, let us wear the same shirt or let us wear the same trouser or let us wear the same color of wristwatch, something like that. That's that's putting out a fleece and that's not really a reliable way to know God's will. But I think God has mercy on some people and just, you know, God, God will always um, kind of come down to your level just to help you but it's not a very reliable way so many times even me when i pray and i see when you see something that looks like the answer to your prayers we immediately jump at it but what i learned was this servant even though this girl was doing everything that he had prayed about he still took his time and watched the girl and listened he remained silent he was probably listening to his spirit listening to his inner man that he was probably communicating with god like okay god is this is this is this she is this the answer to my prayer is this the answer to my prayer he was listening in his spirit and i believe that it was when he got a confirmation that this is the person that he now went and told her whose daughter are you take me to your father and all of that and all of that so i really really want us to learn that sometimes eh, sometimes when you are praying god heard your prayer but see satan also heard that prayer so many times satan will bring a pastor taught me something in some time ago he said there's something called satanic imitation so the bible says that the the agent angel of darkness disguises himself as an angel of light so satan is not going to come with horns and and black face the way he, he was represented in movies and books growing up he's going to disguise himself as an angel of light so many times satan will go and create a photocopy of that promise that god has given to you that thing that you are trusting god for satan will create a photocopy an imitation and present it to you and if you are not careful and watchful you will jump at it and say oh this is the answer to my prayers and then the thing begins to bring problems in the future and then you feel like oh did god lie to me god is not faithful or god is a fraud no let's be careful even when something is looking like the answer to your prayers don't just rush into it take your time you know and ask god again confirm it in your spirit is this the answer to my prayer has god helped me 
to find a wife for Isaac. You know, let me read it again. I, I think I like the way the message Bible put it. Message Bible said, Was this God's answer? Had God made his trip a success or not? So, even when something is looking like the answer to your prayer, please don't just don't just jump into it. Don't just jump into it. Wait for you know, receive a confirmation in your spirit that this is the answer. Watch, carefully watch, so that you don't just embrace something that is a photocopy. Okay, so with that, we have come to the end of this podcast thank you so much for listening your questions your suggestions your comments your corrections are very 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 much welcome and if you have ideas on maybe topics i should treat or stories i should treat not necessarily bible stories you have other things that you think i can talk about please do well to send me a message send me a voice note and i will respond i will respond once again thank you for listening you've been listening to in between the lines podcast and my name is emedion and this is bye bye